And we made history with the election of President Barack Obama. He called us to service, as there remains much work to do to end unemployment, poverty, and crime in our communities. There's so many books on how we can accomplish this. But this year, everyone's raving about this summer's hottest new book, The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America by Chicago's own Emmanuel Barbie. A graduate of Northeastern Illinois University, Barbie addresses key ways we back our families and communities. But unlike so many other books on this topic, Barbie captivates his reader, presenting solutions through a riveting life story. It's entertaining, it's different, it's exciting. The perfect book club selection. Don't be left out. Get your copy of The Solution for Black America, Reclaiming, Rebuilding, and Restoring the Urban Ghettos in America. Order today at Amazon.com. Welcome to Help Stump the Genocide in American Ghettos video podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. What's poppin', family? We're here on Facebook Live. Before I jump into my presentation, I would like to thank Evangelist Martha Mumba, Evangelist Stephanie O'Neill, and Missionary Savannah Rush for trying to do a live stream with me last Thursday on, on my YouTube channel. We had some technical difficulties, but all in all, we was able to um, do the show. The Grassroots Community Activists Institute will begin promoting local stories by Chicagoans. It is clear now more than ever how important community journalism is. We want to elevate community activist storytelling, beginning with my own story. Crude Liberator Made in Chicago, The War Against Willie Lynch Begins by raising funds for our film project. Gurkai will be in the business of creating docudramas, short films, theater, photography, fine arts, music, poetry, literature, sculpture, and dance for inner city youth. Chains begins with the stories we tell. That's, that's going to be part of our work. Consider becoming a monthly contributor to our Patreon page or PayPal page. We are excited to partner with Team Teespring. On there, we have a virtual store, Gurkham merchandise, such as a COVID map face mask, coffee mugs, posters, handbags, and t-shirts. All proceeds will go towards our film project. You can advertise your books, business on our platform. Thank you for supporting Black Media. If you don't understand English, I provide a written transcript of this video podcast on my Medium page. You can find all of my links and pages on my Facebook author page. This video podcast is an extension of the grassroots community activist movement. I created Gurkham because I got tired of all of the division among black people. Pan-Africanism was not working for black Americans. I wanted to start a new movement in, for black people to unite us based on individuals who care about solving black issues.
I created GerCam in 1991 on a site called Gopher. I wanted to create an organization that focused specifically on solving black issues in America. I also wanted to connect with other like-minded African-Americans, Afro-Brazilians, Afro-Canadians, Afro-Caribbeans, Afro-Europeans, African immigrants, Afro-Latinos throughout the diaspora. I also wanted to build a bridge between the diaspora and continental Africans or native Africans, which is the global black family. I use this platform to interact with everyone on my friends list and everyone in my social group by giving black business owners free airtime to promote their products and services. I give people in the faith community an opportunity, an opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and ordinary law-abiding citizens an opportunity to share their special talents and skills to my listeners from the podcast community. After the show, I offer my guest speakers an incentive by sharing with them how to create their own podcast and YouTube channel to earn extra revenue. I also assist people on my friends list with creating basic websites, finding college scholarships and grants, housing and legal services, all for free. I will be hosting my online talk show every Thursday until I'm able to raise 500000 for my film project, either through Facebook live stream or my YouTube live stream. Even if you are unable to participate, when when you have a moment, please watch or listen to my video podcast and share share with all of your Facebook friends and any other social um, media sites that you're on. This will help get the ball rolling. After my presentation, I will open up the discussion to my listeners for Q&A through the chat room. Tonight's topic, state-sanctioned genocide against African-Americans slash Black Americans. The reason why I call it state-sanctioned genocide is because of an interview I heard from Terry Terrell Owens. Let's listen to this short clip first, then I will present my uh, topic. Like me and bro, we're getting killed at an alarming rate now. And it's, it's only a matter of time until they kill somebody, you know, of somebody where they just, they're not going to care. And it's going to create a riot, it's going to create more tension. Uh, between the black race and law enforcement and you don't want them to get to that point but at some point you know it's like they're going to kill the wrong person um, and it's just so so unfortunate man but this is a systemic problem uh, this is the issue i think this is where you've heard you know everybody from the black community this is this is what we've been talking about this is why we as black men black people we're scared um, and honestly, man, I, I, I really didn't really think about it until like just driving around the day. Like, honestly, it's, it's scary to be a black man in America, especially if you get come in any type of encounter with law enforcement. Are you even scared as recognizable as you are? But most people would recognize you, I would imagine. 
But are you even scared? And still, as a, as a black man, at the end of the day, are you scared driving around when a cop pulls you over, that a cop might pull you over, and that you might be physically harmed? Absolutely. I think now more so than ever. Um, you know, there have been times where officers have you, um, my status, um, or what have you, could get me out of, you know, a situation. But I'm sure if I got pulled over, I'm sure my, my heart would probably be beating 90 miles an hour, especially considering everything that has transpired uh, since the George Floyd uh, murder. So honestly, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a scary thought to think about, you know, driving and getting pulled over for whatever reason. This situation with Jacob Blake, right? Yeah, yeah. And just to see, just to hear, read some of the comments about he should have just complied. There's, there's no reason to kill that. Like, it's no reason to shoot somebody in the back eight times. Like, we as human beings, like, we know our rights. They have a law to, laws to uphold it. Our law enforcement, they are failing us right before our very, our very own eyes, bro. It's, 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 uh, it's, this is, this is, this is a scary time to be a black person in America. That, there's no, no doubt about it. All right. Um, Terrell Owens does not have to go through what we experience because he has the means to relocate from America. The reason why I say state uh, sanctioned uh, genocide is because the police is our local government. They are the representative of your local law enforcement. We need to stop using the term police brutality. That's not the correct term. According to the um, dictionary, state sanction means a provision of a law enacting a penalty for disobedience or a reward for obedience. Qualified immunity protects rogue cops under the law and give them a license to target and kill black people without consequences. The term genocide means the massacre of a specific group of people. We don't hear about other racial groups being targeted like black people in America. As long as black Americans continue to reside in this wicked land, the hashtags will continue. All of us are at risk at any given time to encounter a rogue cop. We have we have been fighting 400 years and, and been marching for 52 years to get equal justice under the law. Black Lives Matter Matters has been co-opted by non-blacks. The latest police uh, violence occurred in Kenosha, Wisconsin with the attempted murder of Jacob Blake, who was shot seven times in his back by a road cop. The police union is using the argument that he was resisting arrest. White supremacist militia groups started congregating in Kenosha. People started looting, rioting, rioting, and burning property. Kayla um, Rittenhouse is accused of killing two protesters. This is what's happening around the country. Black, black people, we have to understand and acknowledge that we are in a system of racial tyranny. 
which is white supremacy, and it's getting more genocidal. We all know what's going on and what and what we um, that we are being targeted point blank. We need people who are ready to do the hard work so that we, so that those of us who are serious can get the hell out of America. We have to change our mindset. That's the first step. You don't deserve to be treated like a third and fourth class citizen. You don't deserve to be killed by the police. On the other hand, our people are being killed by urban terrorists within our black community. The hood is like a plantation. When someone makes makes it out like Nipsey Hussle, for example, and return to help improve the inner city, then urban terrorists like Eric Holder comes along and kills them. This is why I'm having a, such a hard time trying to recruit black middle class professionals to bring their talents and skills to the low income black community because they fear getting shot and killed. And I don't blame them. According to the 1948 Convention on Genocide, it has five parts. One, mass killings of a specific group of people. Two, causing bodily harm to a specific group of people. Three, creating conditions to destroy a specific group of people. Four, presenting, preventing birth of a specific group of people. Five, transferring children of a specific group to another group. There's a lack of chemic consciousness among black people. We don't see ourselves as a global black nation. Black people worldwide are under, under siege by non-blacks. For example, in China, Nigerians and other Africans are being discriminated against. Yet, the Chinese in Africa are becoming the new colonizers. For example, in Zambia, um, they're discriminating against a lot of um, Native Africans there. They're calling them foreigners. And I shared that um, on one of my um, uh, video podcasts that I done. I believe it was last, the week before last. Um, and uh, they, they're they putting their language. It's not even in uh, no African language. It's in Chinese, you know, and and also they're cutting only Chinese uh, hair, the barbers, and, you know, they're discriminating against blacks. But, you know, again, I blame black people for allowing this mess to happen in the first place. Same thing with what's going on here. Um, our cities are being gentrified. But when I keep trying to reach out to um, our people here in the city of Chicago in terms of us trying to pull our resources together, they look at me dumbfounded. So, you know, this is the sad situation that we have to endure. But um, my goal um, for, you know, doing the show is not, I'm not trying to do this show from, um, I'm not doing it for my health. I'm trying to connect with like-minded brothers and sisters that um, want to do um, something about this situation uh, in a constructive manner. Not to just sit up, march, and protest because that's not really working. I'm just being real. Been marching and protesting for 52 years. 
but still, you know what I mean? Um, I discussed the Berlin Conference in my revised book, The Solution for Black America. We as black people are all subject to genocide at the hands of non-blacks, which operate as one nation, Eurasia. Until we as black people operate like one black nation, then these injustices will continue. The grassroots community activist movement objective is to get black people to identify ourselves as global chemic, which means man of the blacks. We may, may not have the military might, but as a collective, we can decide to de-invest from non-black nations that are harming our people. We're financing our oppressors when we remain in their countries. Our tax dollars patronize their system and their businesses. We need to unify in order to restore the black world. As of now, we function on the basis of fragment consciousness, which is why we are able to be defeated time and time again. Unfortunately, very few of us are aware that we should be operating as one single black nation. LeBron um, James and the N NBA players wanted to boycott for the rest of the season as a result of the racial injustice. A boycott is the strongest message you can send to your oppressor. Guess who showed up to convince them to end the boycott and resume playing basketball again? Barack Obama. Come to find out, he has been undercutting Black America interests for the longest. He passed Blue Lives Matter alert laws. He advocated for women's equal pay. He, he helped advance the gay agenda. He helped advance DACA and promote sanctuary cities for illegal immigrants, but no policies specifically for black Americans. Some say could say that, um, well, what about um, my brother's keeper? Well, technically that's not a law. That's just grants and scholarships for college for not just blacks, but for quote unquote minorities. The players agreed to resume the, the playoffs and deal, the deal included increased access to voting in the presidential election. There is no mention of tangibles for black people. The NBA players had the upper hand by making their voice heard. The NBA allowed Obama to intervene to push a democratic agenda. Voting has has done nothing for black people. Show me how voting prevented these state-sanctioned uh, genocide killings of black people. It's dangerous being black in America where the standard op operating procedure is genocide against black people. That's dangerous. Voting does not mean anything to me without tangibles attached to it. None of the political parties are offering reparations. 
they're not going to get rid of qualified immunity. Obama objected to Keith um, Edison to head the Democratic Party. Instead, he chose Tom Tom Brzez, who is an who is anti reparation. He got his book deal, and he will be paid for life for being a former president of the United States. He is. He only cares about, oh, sorry, if he cared about black America, he would have suggested that the NBA invest in the black community and black businesses. The, the Obama, the Obama uh, presidency woke black, black America up. We will never fall for black faces in high places again. Obama was selected by Tom Daschle. Um, just watch the um, doc documentary from PBS Frontlines entitled The Candidate 2008. We have lots of black people who are in cahoots with the financial elites, which are better known as white supremacists. They have so many so-called black representatives. We can no longer assume that just because a person is black that they have our best interests at heart. We're demanding tangibles from these politicians. We're having an influence outside of the ballot box because now politicians are talking about reparations. That They, they really didn't want to do that. And so some of them are trying to play uh, games by saying that they're going to have uh, do a study. But again, they didn't do a study for this coronavirus uh, stimulus uh, checks that paid out, um, I believe it was $2 trillion. Um, this is why I created this podcast, so that um, I can enter, so that I can interact with um, our people from around the globe. Um, my goal is to reach young black men and women before they become indoctrinated by the system. Our focus is to get our film project fully funded and play it by ears. Um, as it pertains to this COVID-19. We can't make a film during a pandemic, but we can still do fundraising and encourage all of my listeners to um, do their part by um, sharing um, this video podcast, um, by participating uh, in this um, open discussion, and by donating to our um, film project either through Patreon, PayPal, or purchase the uh, my revised book and try to read it. Uh, truth be told, I wouldn't even have to make a film if um, Black America would have embraced my uh, revised book back in 2012, but you know, that's old news. But um, this is where we at right now. The grassroots community activist movement 
or the Grassroots Community Activist Institute would take the lead in creating satellite communities in our inner city, starting in Chicago. Everyone will not be able to just up and relocate um, out of the United States. This is why I'm fighting hard as I can to get my Christian business started in Chicago. Through the business, we will work with broken black families to assist them with the process of obtaining their visa and passports in order for them to travel to Africa and see uh, the many uh, things that we're gonna be doing on the continents. We would do a constructive business with African entrepreneurs who have raw materials that can be transferred into a commodity, which can be shipped to the states. In other words, Gurkai will focus on exports and imports for us to create our own our own commodities that would be beneficial to the African economy and to the African American community. In time, we will expand our operation to include the Caribbean and Brazil. All right, I am done. I'm done with my presentation, and now I'm opening up the discussion for Q and A. I hope people who are able to call into this show through Facebook Messenger as a voice call. If if not, then um, connect with me through the chat room, and I will um, do my best to uh, just read you know your questions out loud on the show. But um, Again, those that uh, patronize me um, through through our Patreon page, um, I'm going to be doing um, individual videos or private videos for those people that do that. And we could discuss any topics that you want to talk about. Um, Also, I'm willing to uh, give people that um, donate uh, to this show. Um, an opportunity to co-host the show with me. So that way, you know, you could understand that this is real. Uh, I don't want to just be, you know, hiding behind a computer. I want to get this organization out and about. But I don't want us to just be out doing quote-unquote protesting. We're going to protest smart in terms of, you know, uh, like I say, uh, we would use those same methods that our grandparents used during the civil rights movement, uh, used um, target um, boycotts economically. So, you know, if it's like, um, for example, an Asian um, salon that's, you know, abusing um, black people in the community, well, we will shut that person down by not um, patronizing them and we would make sure that everybody is on code if they are serious about us uh, empowering uh, the black community. Again, everybody's not going to want to be on board. Some of them are, um, some people, you know, again, they're just caught up into this capitalist system. You know, they're all about themselves and they don't care about the group. I care about the group. That's how come I'm pushing this thing. That's how come I've been pushing this. I've, I've been on Facebook for 16 years. Um, so, I mean, some of my critics say I don't like to be challenged. I mean, it's, I don't have time to sit up here and uh, keep being challenged. I've been pushing this for, um, you know, 16 years. Now, doggone it, I'm proving my loyalty 
you know, trying to help our people, you know, um, ain't nothing more I can do. So this, like I say, my uh, film is my last attempt to try to do something for my racial group here in America. And uh, after that, you know, we'll see what happens. So again, I'm praying that Jesus, Yahshua would connect me with brave and smart, uh, like-minded people that would stand up and would work with me and Sister Renee so that we um, we can get this um, thing popping. All right, so with, with that said, um, I'm opening up the uh, phone lines. So make yourself known.